Hello good people and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is episode 7 of season 13. Uh, I'm Chris Shorten, with me is Paul Christoph. Good evening. And making his return to the country is Jeffrey Chi. Evening. But, and it's kind of weird to have you in the flesh here, because for the, most of this season you've just been a voice in a box. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I'm not here for long, so that's all right. You have to get used to me for too long. Good time, not a long time. That's it. <laughs> and that brings up a very good... So this episode is all about uh, festivals and takeovers. And the reason why we're doing that is partly because right now we are at the Outhouse Project and we're drinking beers from their British take, tap takeover, and partly because... Uh, Paul is about to be, uh, is going to be flying off to. He's here right now, but he'll be flying off to uh, Japan very soon. In and nine hours. In nine hours, and then he's going to be recording a. Um, he and um, special guest Kyle are going to be recording a uh, thing from Paul. Where where are you recording from? Um, Tokyo. So it's the McKellar Beer Celebration Festival. It's on um, Sunday and Monday, twenty third and twenty fourth at. Meji Jinju Gaian, which is a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. And basically it's, um, Mikel gets, I believe it's 40 of his favourite brewers from around the world and says, come and bring two of your mm-hmm. best beers mm-hmm. and bring either the owner or the head brewer <laughs> to pour those beers. Which I quite like the specificness of, um, it has to be the owner or the head brewer. Mm. Yeah, so it means there'll be a lot of very interesting beers. N- not one of the reps. Mm. And, uh, yeah, a lot of interesting um, people to talk to. I assume they'll be interesting. I mean, maybe that's why they're not often at these events, because they're not that interesting. That so, but it is interesting. So there are, there are definitely beers that I've had before there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we've got... Um, what have we got? Cigar City, their um, Jai Alai. You know, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's been out in Australia. It has. Um, what else have we got? Garage Project. Um, I've got... Use your rising sun. Yeah, I've tried that. Mm. Lervig. Uh, I don't know, they bring in a few interesting ones, but yeah, there's all kinds of beers. I mean, you got Omnipolo, I'm really looking forward to. They're doing, um, so they just have Noah, but then they're also doing um, the Bianca Mango Lassi Goza. That sounds, that sounds pretty complicated. Yeah, um, all kinds. Of, you know, Stillwater Artisanal, Superstition Meadery, Taihu Brewing, The Vale, Tool. Have Cloudwater made it over there? Cloudwater have. Nice. They are. They will have their Nipa, just Nipa, <laughs> and double dry hopped pale. But, uh, I, I will admit there is something strangely comforting about um, the fact that somewhere else in the world has an obsession with Nipas that isn't us. Well, interesting thing Beaver Town and Cloudwater will both be there. Ooh. Oh. Uh, this could be chaos. But so that's that's the festival. I mean, have uh, Jeff? Have you been to any festivals recently or any takeovers? Oh, that's, sorry, I just realised that um, not all the same beers are going to be on at the same every every day. It's different, so <laughs> I'll be go. having none of those beers. <laughs> oh, no, some are the same, some are different. Some breweries have two different beers on every day, every session. Oh wow! Wow, yeah. they're four sessions. You're there at all four sessions, right? All the brew. I'm at two of the sessions. Okay. So Sunday night and Monday night. Okay. Dedication. Um, I can't remember the last beer festival I went to. I mean, that's both an actual mm. kind of problem that arises from going to beer festivals, but also just like just the lack so, of. It's a happy problem. Memory for that, yeah, because yeah, because I wasn't I wasn't a good beer week this year because I because mm. of calendar fail. Um, 
Probably the last one I went to might even have been Manchester Beer Week, I reckon, mm. which was um, sort of, you know, obviously in Manchester, their mm. version of Good mm. Beer Week, where they were, you know, the usual, not the not as imposing as the Good Beer Week program is, because I think I've sort of ranted on many occasions about how it's too long and it's too hard and it's just, well, yeah, they, they, they have enough doorstops over there. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, it's, it's like when they um, when they used to still deliver like the phone book to your front door. I think I had, I think one time I had like three years worth of yellow pages just there, as like you know, like just to wait to flatten out crumpled papers and stuff like that. All you know, as a as a substitute for ironing and stuff. Well, I always remember. So, obviously, in Melbourne, there's a lot more people. So you guys probably all already had the sort of A to K L to Z. Yeah, like always. But I remember in Perth when that became a thing. No, there are too many, too many phone numbers in Perth now. Like the year, it's like you will now be getting two phone books. So well, people lost their shit. It's like oh, there's two yellow pages and a white page, like three phone books. Remember when there just used to be one phone book and rah rah rah. Hey, I mean ba- uh, Ballarat, where I grew up, there was only one phone book. Um, and did 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 we also used to get like a community one, which was like both a yellow and white pages hybrid? Which was oh, like that was the only of, one was we kind got. Kind of like flipped around at the back. Yes. So like the yellow page was one direction, the white page the other direction was split in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. That was super weird too. Yeah. It's like but we never had one or the other. We only had one with the flip. Like, there's no reason why you should want to specifically call people who live like in your neighbourhood. Like, it <laughs> makes no sense. Like the yellow pages I get because you know you want to use like yeah. service providers who are located near. Mm. That's fine. The white pages made right. no sense. Um, see, yeah. I, I, I always, uh, I always heard that um, people wanted to keep it around because that there were certain people who'd cross out people in the phone book when they died, which is terrible. But apparently they did. I guess it's so. an interesting way of keeping track of dead people. <laughs> It's 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 like competition. It seems like an inefficient way. Yeah, to keep crossing names out until people. there's none left. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So this has been an awesome normal. Um, Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, I think yes. Manchester Beer Week, probably the last, the last right. beer festival I went to, because I keep, my, my trips to Europe also keep timing with, like, the wrong weekend to, like, mm. attend things, so I keep ending up there, like, you know, the weekend after, or, you know, or I'm flying, like, in the middle of the <laughs> festival or something like that, but, yeah. I can understand that. Um, and the last one I went to was Bendigo, of course. Um, yes. So, so, based on all that, uh, we will uh, cut now, theoretically, to Paul and to Kyle. Me and yes, about uh, five from, days, from five or six days. From future you to, Paul. You. to me in the future. And as promised, we're gonna we're into the future now, and the future involves Paul in Japan. Paul, future is now <laughs> in Japan. No, no phone books though. No phone books, but good work on remembering exactly what happened when we recorded this a week ago. Yes, I did have it set as a side quest, but um, <laughs> did not uh, not a fruitful fruitful task. Which is which is rude, really. But all right, all right, all right. So um, in uh, like if you can remember a week ago when you set this up, um, uh, you told us exactly it was like you know a, the let's see, so a brewer. Either the, either the head brewer or the owner had to be at the beer festival. Tell, uh, tell me all about what the beer, like the McKellar beer celebration is actually like. And I think you have Carl there as well. It's, um, it's good. It is. Um, so it's set up in the uh, sort of training field next to the stadium. It's a pretty cool setup. You get your glass when you walk in and it's all set up really well. There's not that many lines. It's really easy to try everything. It's um yeah, really friendly atmosphere. Lots of interesting people to talk to. Yes, from all around the world. Really cool. Yeah, so it's a bit of a trip when you're walking around and 
there's a longer line for garage project than there is for things like cloud water and other half. <laughs> so uh, have you, are the um, like actual brewers actually there? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, Mikhail's a, even here. <laughs> Mikhail of Mikhail, right? Yeah. The other Mikhail. Yep. <laughs> okay, tell me, uh, what's the most interesting beer you found there? Oh, that's uh, actually there was one from um, I can't remember what the brewery was called. Taihu from Taiwan. They actually have this apple cider, which you walked around last night and everybody was actually banging about the cider. It tastes just like an actual apple pie. It's amazing. <laughs> that's yeah, kind of cool. And this, it's even the the funny thing is it's just the standard things. All right, um, you guys yeah, go, yeah. go off and enjoy, and, and enjoy the beer festival. We will. <laughs> All right, Cheers, thanks, mate. guys. See ya. See you around. Bye. And we hope you enjoyed that snippet from Paul. Paul, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it uh, sounds like I'm having a good time. <laughs> anyway... We are on to our first beer for the night. Uh, what have we got here? So we have the Builder's Brew by Tallboy and Moose. It is here for the, is it, is it, is it Victoria versus UK? Or is it Victoria the versus Victoria the UK. Victoria versus the yeah, UK um, tap takeover here at the Ale House. So they've basically got um, a series of UK brewers doing traditional British style ale. So, you know, your, um, your ESB, your, you know, your hand pump sort of stuff. And then Victorian brewers doing kind of their take on the British styles. That's basically mm. what we are dealing with here. And this is a traditional ESB made with English breakfast tea and East Kent Goldings. I don't know what that last thing is. No, Maybe it's, it's a, hop. a hop. It is a hop. There we go. Also a bar in New Zealand, Goldings Frida. Yes, it is. Sweet. Um, it, it is always, uh, in some respects, it always seems a little bit odd when you're having like um, what's essentially a, um, an English beer and... Um, in this country just because it's like it just you, you know you don't expect it you expect hand pump but that's about it yeah no i mean the, the esb has been around for a while though I mean, one of the first beers one of the first craft beers i ever drank was the high grass hill esb which is and then of course there's the um there's the um the infamous holgate esb as well which oh, can you get it the great northern i think i've got it on hand pump i believe no. i believe so um, I actually do. I think they actually do have it on hand pump at the Green Man's Arms. Green Man's Arms has it. Yes, it's like down on um, Elgin Street. Yeah, there, I think there was a drunken night where um, yeah, friends Buxner. Yeah, and Paul, uh, Paul and I were going there, and um, Paul's wife was like, "No, I don't want to go to more, in more pubs." And then Paul spotted it in the mirror, in the window, and it's like, "We have to stop there." And that was like two weeks after Holgate Gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it's on the draft triathlon route, actually, which, um, oh. which we workshopped on the weekend. So I'll yes. certainly circulating that around Excellent. the group for further comment. So, but yes, a very old style of beer mm. and an old hop. Right. Has anyone actually drank it? Seven people. All right. This is one of the Michael Helm. Yeah, there's not a lot of comments on this one. Which is just rude. Uh, who have we got? We've got Jeff Chi, Paul B, Matty Wire, Brad S. Mitch B, Alex S, Charles, Andrew S, Richard C, Tom B. That's it. Oh, Tom B has a good comment. Rich Light, then all caps, Haggis, exclamation mark. 
four stars. <laughs> not really getting haggis. Out of not getting thing. haggis no. out of it, but maybe his. No, though, then again, I mean, I can't really remember what haggis tastes like. And Charles has said, uh, very good, smooth and easy. That's, um, right. And that's it. Yep, and then nobody else has any opinion. I, not I even enough scores for an average on our tats, but it is... It's in the three. If I were to look at that, I'd say it's probably uh, 3.5, maybe 3.75. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. I, I gotta say, it's just a little bit disappointing. Um, but so, I mean, I guess the obvious question is, how does it compare? It's on nitro, isn't it? It is on nitro. Yeah. Correct. How do we think it compares with like other ESPs? Can you imagine? What, what, you know, this this is really good on nitro. What if they did us on nitro? That would be so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard. I've been heard about and been shot down about this before somewhere. It, it seems it yeah. seems like it may come up just periodically, just like yeah, over and yeah. over and over again. I mean, what if you had Guinness on Nitro? Or maybe you could... Is there such a thing as like Super Nitro? Super Nitro, yes. Oh, the Super Nitro. I... I don't know, isn't that like Fast and the Furious when they like hit the button and then yeah, the yeah. flame exactly. shoots out the back of the car Nos. and they go really fast? Yeah, NOS, that's the one. Oh, God. I haven't really thought about that film in a long time. Do they? Yeah, do the later ones still have NOS, or is it just sort of like... Oh, yeah, I mean, NOS is just a thing, right? Mm. So, like, yeah, they definitely had NOS. Right. Like, I guess, like... But, like, the later ones just became more about, like, bank robberies and, like, then stopping bank robberies. Because the, the, the people who were, like, the, the drivers mm. ended up working for The Rock, who was, like, mm. some policeman or something like that. Yeah, so I then... saw that when I was at the gym. <laughs> it took me, like, half an hour to realise that it was a... I'm like, oh, it's a movie with, like, mm. Vin Diesel and The Rock in it. And then, like after half an hour, it's like, oh wait a minute, this, is, this must must be a Fast and the Furious movie, but there hasn't really been much. Right. Yeah, it's just been like, yeah, bank robberies and shit. And yeah, I think there's one yeah. where they're literally like dragging an entire bank vault down the road, like <laughs> attached to their cars. But hopefully with Nos. I'm sure Nos is involved. Like Nos is always involved one yeah. way or another. But I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. But by the way, Brewers, this is what happens when we don't, uh, when not enough people have reviewed your beer. That's right, we just have to make shit up to talk about it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, there's a new badge on Untapped, your extra special. All right. Uh, so, I mean, level 14, so I've had a lot of... I've had 70 ESBs, but I've never seen that badge before, so it must be new. Must be, like, yeah, really new. Wow. But, um... Good work, Greg, from Untapped. All right, so the obvious, uh, the obvious question, um... I guess, what do we think about this? Um... 3.5. I mean, I, I would I would drink it again, but I'm giving it three point five because I would drink it again. But I was maybe going to give it a three point two five just because it's quite bland. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, ESB should be yeah, there. Should I should be getting more of like the malt profile out of it. Like maybe the nitro is not firing the way it should because it wasn't the head wasn't as foamy either it as, I was, no. as I was expecting it to be. Like you know, say if I have the Hagerfield ESB right, that sums out like mm. you know like. Foamy and sort of you know rich and velvety yeah, and yeah. stuff, whereas this was like none of those things, which I sort of find, found a little weird. So I think maybe yeah, that's got something to do with it. If it was mm -hmm. maybe if it was on cask, it'd probably be a bit more flavoursome. But yeah, it's just there's better there's better standard ESBs out mm. there. So when you see a special ESB, expect it to be a bit better. But saying that, it's also being brewed by people that don't normally it's not their preferred brew. style or something normally sure. brew. So you know, um, there's that. Can anyone taste the Earl Grey? Yeah, I was about to say, I'm not really getting the Earl Grey through no. real strong on this one. No, I, th I think it's English breakfast. I thought it was Earl Grey. I think it said Earl Grey in the, in the thing. Mm. Uh, uh, 
I mean, any of that stuff is... I mean, no, 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 English breakfast. It was East... Ah. Yeah, I, was, I don't know why I was getting confused. Yeah. No. Um, uh, though, um, what was it? Because Gunner Matter is Earl Grey, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Right. Which That's is not really good. Mm. Well, I, I, think, I reckon that was the first, like, tea beer that I ever had. Mm. Right. Jeff, same, what, same. What do you think about this beer? Yeah, I think I am. I think I am going to go three point two five. Just it's not really doing it for me. Mm. Just, yeah, it's. I mean, it's okay, but yeah, I, I actually don't think I would have. I don't. I don't think I would drink this. Yeah, again. I'm, I'm probably going to downgrade mine to be honest, because I know I was tossing up between the two, but then when I actually started describing it, it was like, oh yeah, yeah. if I went to, mm. like, I'd rather drink a. Well, they. Well, that's the funny thing. So all the Australian brewers are generally did the, for this mm. festival. They're producing something new, whereas the English beers are. That are on tap are quite mm. standard ones. Mm. So it's, you know, London, London Pride and mm. Proper Job and, um, and Hop Goblin. And, yeah. Yeah, Hop Goblin. And I think yeah. I would drink either of those three over this. Mm. And they're just everyday beers. But, well, um, I mean, everyday been, low alcohol beers. That was my next question. What is the ABV on this? Uh, this one I think is like five point something. But the English, the ones that I'm sure we'll have one of the English ones next. Like they're all in the low fours because that's all. That's that's the way mm. that style is done. It's yeah. all done in. Like 4.1, 4.2 is sort of pretty standard. Mm. Or even like any, like three, but probably 3.7 to about 4.2, I reckon, is about the standard range yeah. for that style of beer. And with the way the taxes are, yeah, right there's there right. a lot oh, yeah. of incentives to. Yeah, that's the reason why it's it, low, it four, isn't it? Mm. Four or less. Yep. Yep. Right. Um, look, I agree. I think this is 3.25. I couldn't give it higher. And it is kind of, I reckon I can taste a little bit of the tea flavour, but that's not enough to really comment. Um, it's very uh, waterish, mm. but, but I mean, good work for trying. Yeah, something um, a bit different. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing, you know. If they could just make another, make a brute IPA or a Nipah, mm. things would be a lot easier. <laughs> so, on that note, I think we should move on to our next beer. And we are back, and we're on to to a beer that I am certain has had more reviews than the last beer. What have we got? We have the Hobgoblin Legendary Ruby Beer by Witchwood Brewery. They are based in Oxfordshire in I've, England. I've been to their factory. Uh, and Brewery. yeah, so I mean, this list is a brown ale. I guess it looks pretty brown. I, I could also be convinced it's a red ale. I'm kind of thinking it is a red ale given mm. the name, but it's uh, <laughs> crazy. You know, who knows? So description here. Uh, traditionally brewed to produce a wonderfully well-balanced blend of smooth, rich and satisfying flavours from chocolate and crystal malts, combined with a crisp, refreshing bitterness from Styrian, Goldings and Fuggles hops, and a unique and original beer with a character not unlike the Hobgoblin himself, surprisingly likeable once you get to know him. And interestingly, this is a beer that um, comes out, they release it in three different ABVs. Mm. Oh. So it's 5.2 in bottles, it's 4.5% on cask and in cans, mm. and it's 3.5% for the Swedish market. <laughs> there you go. I think the Swedish one might be... Actually, no, that doesn't even make sense, because I think in, in a lot of Scandinavia, um, you can sell beer in the supermarket as long as it's below a certain ABV. Mm. But I think that's four, I think 4.7 is the cutoff, so there's a lot of stuff that's like 4.7 on the dot. <laughs> And then everything, everything else you need to go to the Vin Monopoly, so the mm. state-run um, bottler and stuff. But uh, but no, we've got the full, we've got the full freight version here. Uh, although it is the sort of thing where it's like, clearly there must be a big enough demand in Sweden that you can, uh, brew a separate one just for them. I guess so. Mm, you'd assume yeah. so. Uh, it's crazy. 
Must be for all the Sweden 3.5 in Google. The first thing that comes up is Sweden 3.5 alcohol. Oh. The VAT, GST of 12% for drinks. Uh, of course it's VAT. Of course it's GST. Having, wow, so, okay, so the tax increases from 12% for things that are 3.5% or less to 25%. So, there you go. Okay, that's worth worth doing a spare tank just to know. 3.5. Alright, our uh, first impressions, people. Quite like it actually. Mm. Yeah, I mean this was one of my um this was one of my favourites back in the day, so I've only checked it in twice on Untap, but I've had this many, many times. It's got a really nice yeah, malt character. It's got mm. some looks like herby sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a long... Not, well, it's, not, it's obviously not the same style of beer as previous beer, but, like, the previous mm. beer needed to have more, like, sort of, yeah, more sort of, you know, smoothness mm. and flavour mm. like this one does. Uh, I reckon. Yeah, mm. I'm really enjoying this beer. Uh, it's... It is just smooth and easy. Um, which sounds out of... It sounds bad out of context. Oh, of course. This was the, uh... Remember I got that keg from Costco? Oh, of course it is. This yes, is this as well. God, you need to get another keg from Costco just for yeah. the sheer novelty of it. So you can get those like, self-tapping kegs of oh, yeah. Costco. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. 7th yeah. of November. What was happening? Ah, oh, that was um, Melbourne Cup Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a crazy... That was a, that was a day that... Um, when, we, when we fought Seth. Yes. Street Fighter 18 or whatever. <laughs> All right. What are people saying about this? What are people saying about it? Um... Sean says there's some new and interesting taste on the nose, reminiscent of some of the Trappist beers. So, pay that. Mm-hmm. There is, there is, yeah, you get the little, yeah, it's like that herb sort of, sort of, yeah, thing I was talking about. Um, Paul D in Stoke purchased it at Aldi. A true <laughs> legendary, a truly legendary brew. It's good that words cannot do it justice. Uh, tongue pulled out, face, tongue pulled out, face, tongue pulled out, face, tongue pulled out, face. Pumpkin thumbs up, cheers. So Thomas J, <laughs> um, who bought it at Lidl, which is Lidl. like sort of, you which know, kind of like... Yeah. That, uh, so I learned, I don't know if this is true, I may have learned this on um, Saturday, is that Lidl and Aldi are brothers. I always heard that. Is that true? Well, uh, it's, it's, it's that, that's kind of why I brought it up, because, mm. yeah, that, that's my sort of vague understanding yeah. situation yeah. as well. There's some sort of relationship. start. Yeah, it's like supermarket, it's like the evil twin of you know the mm. the supermarket chain world. Anyway, he describes it as "do it hit alt did good," which I assume means it's like the translation is not working. I assume he likes it basically off the back of that. Yeah, I assume "good" means good. Yep, <laughs> and then the rest of it is um, "clam." This beer is good. Mm. Flavorful, flavorful brown ale with a slight sweetness and caramel and coffee notes. Four point two five purchased at Stones River Total Beverages. Hmm. I guess, of course, because you can buy And a lot of people are drinking it. I've been scrolling through this a lot, and I'm only up to 17 hours ago. Nice. On check-in, so... Yeah, as opposed to the last beer, there are many people that have drank this. Oh, Just, Just V, or Just V. Just V. He only gave it um, two stars. Uh, is, he in, is, is he in Sweden? Um, I'm judging by his glass and his coaster, I'm going to say he's in Belgium. Yeah. Or in a Belgian bar, at least. And right. Eustace, I assume that's, that's a Dutch name, isn't it? I have no idea. What's the name? J-O-O-S-T. Yeah, that sounds pretty Dutch to me. Does yeah. it have the little thingos on top of the O's? 
No. Mm. Well, it probably does for really, though, but mm. not in his um, not in his check-in. There's not a lot of comments on this beer. No, no. Well, um, not a lot of comments in English, at least, anyway. It's, um, well, I guess so many people have already had it before. That yeah, and we're still scrolling. It's still only at the 16th of September. I think it's got to be one of the most consistently drunk beers that... Mm. Well, if it's one of the most widely available real ales in the UK, and then it's also available everywhere else in the world. Well, I find what's... I mean, it's really impressive given... Because I've been to the brewery, and the brewery is... It's... I mean, it's not tiny, but it's certainly not huge either. And yet they've got such a big reach. Does anyone know if Witchwood are actually independent or if they're owned by someone? That is a good question. It's a good question. I'm not really finding... <coughs> no, no, it's here. just... Nobody's saying anything? No, I feel like we're really stalling for time now. Yes, yes. I, well, um, for those playing at home, I'm currently looking at um, uh, Jeff and well, Paul look at just endlessly scrolling no, down on their phones. No comment from Raphael P. Gave it a 3.75, but... Got six badges. Wow. Playing the field, middle of the road, brewery pioneer level two, 99 bottles, God save the queen, and tower of beer. Have we reached pig pig badge? Possibly. There we go. Adam P at Wembley Stadium. Cool. Sweet. Not my fave at the best of times, let alone in a plastic cup that has been sitting there for 10 minutes. Sadly (laughs) at Wembley, the only other choice is Bud. 2.75. Though that is pretty cool that you'd get this sort of beer at Wembley Stadium. Oh, there's someone who didn't like it. Darren B at the Duke of York. Uh, why do I do? Why do I do it to, to myself? Might as well hit the Artois when there's notes decent, not this swill. Two out of five. Wow, like that's harsh. Really didn't like it. Where is the Duke of York? Which I mean, I'm. That's uh, I'm sure there are like eighty million pubs mm, called yeah, the Duke of York. The, but red, the Red Lion is the yeah. most popular pub name, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like you know, the three, the three crowns, and like you know, the rose. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always like the Royal Oak. PM. I might have been a bit harsh. Two pints in and it's really growing on me. <laughs> very, very smooth. It's going down very well. 3.25. It'll do that. <laughs> Listen, Tim R. Good flavour, but a little too woody. 3.5. <laughs> Don't know where he's getting wood from. But it's <laughs> too woody, clearly. Oh, so, so PM's, PM's prior comment. <laughs> um, so he did upgrade it. So his prior prior that he only gave 2.75 <laughs> said I'm alright doesn't float my boat but better than Foster's which was the alternative <laughs> <laughs> so it seems to be on in a lot of places where mm. you can get a shitty standard lager mm. or this but you know hey I'd... so yeah. uh, Witchwood is a subsidiary of Marston's um, okay which is a British brewery pub and hotel operator Operates over 2,150 pubs in the UK and is the world's largest brewer of cask ale. Uh, um, all right, that makes I, sense. I still don't know the answer to the question that we asked before, yeah. basically. Oh, wow, wow. I mean, <laughs> I in the eyes of Reddit, the answer is probably no, mm. not independent, would, be my, would yeah. be my guess as to where that gets classified. Yeah, yeah. Um, who are they called? Um, Marstons. The Marstons, M-A-R-S-T-O-N-S. I, I wonder if they've. I, I wonder if they've gone with the. What is it? The um, if you're only twenty four point five percent owned, then that you're still technically independent in terms <laughs> of the American Brewers Association. They do have a lot of brands, that's for sure. 
Is that the um, is that the cutoff point? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Brooklyn Brewery is twenty four point five percent owned by like at, like private equity or something. Is right. It, but I mean, get... so no, they're on the FTSE all shares. Hmm. So been around for one hundred eighty years. Thirteen thousand employees. So they're a listed company, but they're not owned by anyone mm. other than the shareholders. Mm. So is that independent? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like, yeah. what's 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 the? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. And this is not to like bring up a, a to flog a dead horse, which has been killed many times. But I mean, I don't understand the issue with private equity ownership of these mm. things. Like, I mean, I can understand, like, you know, if you sort of delve through the private equity tree and you sort of go, like, you know. Mm, like mm. these people aren't really in it for the beer, blah blah blah. blah, blah. It's, like, it's an oil baron or something. Yeah, yeah, but put that aside for a moment. Like that's not like it's not like the private equity company is mm. is, is like then also run by Sad Miller or something like that, right? Because yeah. the point is around the mm, independence production mm. of the beer, and all the private equity people want is just to maximise, you know, their mm. return and blah blah blah. So I, I don't I don't sort of really get why mm. that is a big deal <clears throat> for people. Mm-hmm. No, it's. Yeah, like I said, flogging a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ownership structures where it gets really technical. That's right. I mean, like... Sorry, where, the, where that whole argument falls apart. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I mean, if you, if you want to go purist, you go owned by the brewer mm. and the employees of the brewery only. That's yeah. independent. Other than that, not independent. That's the only, that's the only way to have a very clear yeah. delineating line on this topic, basically. And the brewer has uh, has trouble paying the bills. That's right. Um, the brewer's not allowed to eat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, that's a dead horse for another day. Uh, we should finish up there. What do we think about this beer? I think three and a half. Pretty happy with it. Yeah. Yep, three and a half. Uh, I'll go 3.5 as well. Which is I like that's it. definitely why the other one couldn't get three and a half. Mm. Yes, agreed. Um, so we'll finish up there for this week. Uh, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, we have been Jeffrey Chief. Good evening. We've been Paul Christoph. Good evening. And we've been me, Chris Shorten. And we'll talk to you all next week.